Hello, and welcome to Inspired by Faith, the program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. My name is Emily Jaminette, and I am in studio today with Michelle Fanley, and we are going to have such a great show, and I'm super excited. Well, hi, Emily. It's so great to be here in the studio at St. Gabriel Catholic Radio with this awesome new women's conference program. And we're so excited to be here today to inspire your faith. So we hope that you are touched by our program today. And our topic today is friendship. And we have a friend coming on the show uh, about midway through, Lori Yubowski, who is uh, the musician from our conference just a couple years ago. I know. I'm really excited about how we are going to be able to interweave the importance of spiritual friendship in the time of a pandemic, that's when we're filming this, <laughs> and um, and yet create some, hopefully, some great inspiration for all of us to to work on our important relationships in our life. And you know, the topic of spiritual friendship gets Michelle and I a little giggly. We we have quite the um, the blessing of it. Uh, we are both the co-authors of a book that we wrote together called The Friendship Project, and we share the importance of spiritual friendship and. A little bit, you know, someone said, oh, I like how you share personal things. So um, a little bit about our journey as friends. You know, Michelle and I, when we really began being friends back in college, it, it was not about, you know, oh, let's someday be at St. Gabriel producing shows, right? <laughs> we were just two college friends having a great time. And um, it was a, a real blessing to have spiritual friendship. And we'll dive in deep a little bit later, but one of our greatest fruits is that our friendship extended where she moved to Columbus, Ohio, and Michelle met her husband in our backyard on my husband and I's, you know, wedding day. So that to be able to not only have a friend that was in college, but to meet her significant other and to experience that fruit. I mean, what an amazing gift. Yes, it was such a blessing because my husband was actually helping Emily and her brother, Father Jonathan Wilson, getting things together for the wedding. And Emily jokingly had told him, I'm going to find you a good Catholic wife. And you know, by chance, we were introduced that day in the backyard and were engaged on Emily and John's anniversary a year later and married six months later. And another beautiful fruit of our, you know, marriage and me living here is Emily and I got to continue our friendship into our Catholic faith. So we were in we've been able to work in Catholic ministries for our whole adult lives. We know we started with Bethesda Healing Ministry and then we've moved into the Catholic Women's Conference, which is our favorite, and of course, um being involved here at St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and it's because of our friendship and our encouragement to strive along the path that we've been able to write books together and speak together and it's just really been a wonderful gift to have that sister in Christ who's always encouraging you to do some say yes to the, what the Lord is calling you to do. You know what? That's really true. And I think we would have never even imagined the importance of spiritual friendship, except for God really got our attention back um, when Michelle and I had babies on the same day. Not too many people can say that you have a spiritual friend who's encouraged you in your walk and in your journey, but then to have a child on the same day in the same hospital, just hours apart, that was on June 8th. And when we were toiling around with having writing a second book, we really felt called to spiritual friendship and talking about that. And when we looked back on the calendar, we looked at June 8th was National Best Friend Day. So sometimes the Holy Spirit works where he grabs your attention and, you know, something that seems kind of like, really, Lord, you know, is, is actually the, the important message that we have. So even in the midst of pandemic, 
everybody, spiritual friendship is more important now than it was pre, uh, pre-pandemic, pre right? <laughs> and, you know, the church actually has had a lot to say about friendship, and we loved reading about what the saints said about friendship and the, the reason for our friendship. And one of our favorite quotes is Saint from Augustine, St. Augustine, and he says, in this world, two things are essential, life and friendship. Both should be highly prized, and we must not undervalue them. Life and friendship are nature's gifts. And another quote we loved was from St. Francis de Sales, who wrote actually a lot about friendship. And he said, friends are for our growth in health, happiness, and holiness on this earth in order to better prepare us to share together the gift of eternal life in heaven. So our friendships aren't just for pleasure or pure enjoyment here on earth, but they help us to get to heaven. So it's our job as friends to help each other along the journey, to encourage each other, to lift each other up and to be sisters in Christ. And what a gift. You know what? You're right. And every time we say the word spiritual friendship, we're really talking about Christ-centered friendship, right? Like, let's define the term because that's really important to see that Jesus wants to be a part of our friendships. First, we see that he is welcome into our life as our friend, our king, savior, friend, best friend. But he also wants to give us relationships that support us. And one of the things we've realized through ministry work and leading conferences and retreats is a lot of women struggle with friendship. They, they talk about the hurts and the pain that, you know, people have, you know, left them with that mark on their soul. So, you know, one of the things that's really important is starting fresh, seeing that Jesus is first our friend. He is our savior and spiritual friendship is a gift. One of my favorite quotes, as Michelle said a few, was Francis Fernandez wrote, down through the centuries, friendship has been and still is a path along which many men and women have come close to God and gone to heaven. So a lot of times people's best decisions happen with their friends. And let's be honest, Michelle, right? Their worst decisions. <laughs> but the point is spiritual friendship is an opportunity to grow in your faith. So inviting a friend to a women's conference is a great way to grow spiritual friendship. And um, I'm super excited about our guest today because she is not only, you know, um, a friend of ours, a person that we admire, but really a, a, a leading example to me of, you know, taking a gift that she has. And we're, we're talking today about Lori Yubonsky and, you know, using this gift to cultivate friendship and relationships, not only outside of her family, but even in her family. So she's going to share with us a little bit about her book. But let me um, tell you a little bit about Lori. Lori is a Catholic musician and speaker. She and her husband, Adam, lead worship and speak at parishes, retreats and conferences, liturgies and other events throughout their music ministry. It is entitled Out of Darkness. Lori is an author of the Side by Side, a Mother Daughter's Journal, written with her daughter, Ava. And Lori is from sunny Florida, and she's here today on the line. So it's such a gift to have spiritual friendship and then to hear from others about the importance of this gift of friendship. So hello, Lori. Welcome to the show. Hello, Emily and Michelle. I am so just grateful to have this time with you today. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about your life and what you are up to and even a little bit about the side-by-side journal. What? How is that a fruit? You know, where did that fruit come from? <laughs> sure. Well, so, I mean, as you mentioned earlier in the show, you know, we're recording this during pandemic times and we were just joking before we got on, you know, that we're just living the 2020 life right now. And <laughs> um, 
So, you know, we're just trying to navigate kind of this new normal and especially in ministry as well um, with a lot of events being canceled and things like that. It's just it's been an interesting six or so months of ministry where we haven't been ministering in the way that we normally do. So we've had to be creative, but we're just kind of rolling with that and doing some virtual virtual events and such. But uh, but yeah, with our book, we actually had had some women's conferences lined up and um, just some really exciting things come along that, of course, you know, couldn't take place with um, the concern over, you know, the pandemic. But I would have to say that there's still fruit coming from this experience um, just being able to share even an opportunity, Ava and I, so Ava and I wrote it together, you know, and, and just for our listeners, but she wrote it when uh, she was 11, and now she's 14, if you can believe that. So um, we've even had the opportunity to do some worship together, so not what we kind of set out to do with our book and our ministry together as mother and daughter, but she's a great musician, and um, we got to sing a Divine Mercy Chaplet together for a virtual event. So we're just, you know, we, like I said, we're just navigating those new waters and trying to still bring um, this resource, this source of building relationships with mothers and daughters um, to people however we can right now. So, And I wanted to share with our listeners, I think the story of how Side by Side Journal came about was even another miraculous story because, <laughs> yes. you know, so our listeners don't know, but Emily and I were actually supposed to meet Lori here in Columbus, Ohio through another mutual friend and we had a date set and everything. And then Emily and I actually traveled to Chicago to go to the Catholic Marketing Network about, oh gosh, what was it four years ago? And um, mm-hmm. I were I was hustling to go to lunch. Emily and I were meeting another woman at lunch and I saw this huge image of divine mercy. And I went up to ask about the DVD that was being sold there. And as I introduced myself, it happened to be you, Lori. And I think your jaw about <laughs> fell off saying like, oh my gosh, you're Mich- Michelle family. I'm supposed to be meeting you at your house in a couple weeks. And I was like, wow. I was like, you know, the Lord like connected us right then for a reason, because then you came to lunch with us and we were talking about our relationship with our daughters mm-hmm. and how we really wanted something like this, something, some kind of tool, some kind of journal to help us connect better with our preteen and teen daughters. And you pitched it to an editor that very day and your book was picked up and, and now it's here <laughs> in the flesh, real and helping mothers and daughters grow and grow in this spiritual friendship of mothers mothers and daughters. So can you share with us a little bit how, you know, your this book has impacted your personal relationships and, you know, your desire to grow with, you know, other sisters in Christ? Sure. Well, and that, that was an amazing day, just in the way we met. And even to take it one step further, it was a good friend of mine from college who arranged us meeting because she, you know, is just very strong in her faith. And she knew that was important to me. And she knew you, the both of you, and she was your faith is important to you, and um, and thought, you know, I should connect them. And that's the beautiful thing about spiritual friendships is that, you know, we're not greedy with them. It's like when you truly have a spiritual friendship with someone, you're looking for those ways to connect, you know, women with other women. And it's just such a beautiful thing, and so much fruit has come from that. And with with this book, I mean, I, I would definitely say it's been life-changing, Um the opportunity, it's been very humbling, um, the opportunity to be used in that way to share um, inspiration from Ava and I and our relationship, to be able to share that with others. Um, we've heard so many amazing stories, people who just picked up the book and have strengthened relationships um, with their mothers and daughters together. And I think um, 
I think one specific example I can give is a mother and daughter. Uh, recently, the family went through a divorce, and uh, the daughter is really struggling and and just kind of feeling you know tension in their relationship as mother and daughter because of what had happened with the the family. And they actually brought the book to therapy and started doing it in therapy together with a therapist. And it, they said it just helped so much. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's just amazing. Like, that's the kind of fruit I never would have expected. And um, and just another thing we write in the book, there's at the end of each chapter, there's kind of like a call to action um, to do something together as mother and daughter. And one of the things that we stressed in one of those chapters was, well, let's go out and do something for the community, but let's not do it by ourselves. Like, let's go grab another mom and another daughter. Let's think of somebody, you know, that we're friends with or we want to develop a friendship with and, you know, have them do this with us too. Like, let's not do it by ourselves. Let's let's open that up to other opportunities for friendship and for service together. So that's another area where we've just seen fruit. And even in our own lives, because we took that challenge to heart for ourselves, we, we've tried to make those moments with other um, moms and daughters. And that way, I think as moms, we're modeling friendship in the flesh, you know, for our daughters, we're, we're modeling what it's like to, to have those meaningful relationships and to encourage them to, you know, grow those and like establish those themselves. You know, one of my favorite things about the side-by-side journal is the graphics and images. I mean, this is a book that is not done in black and white. It has, it is full of color and life and doodles. It's so attractive to the eye. And I think about Mm -hmm. this as an opportunity to just, continue to help strengthen relationships, even um, in the midst of a pandemic. But I am going to tell you that you are listening to Inspire the Faith, the radio program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. I'm Emily Jaminette, and in studio today with Michelle Fanley and our guest, Lori Ubonski. So let's talk a little bit more about your personal friendships, Lori. So have you seen, you know, your friendships um, help in growing your faith? And in, and even, too, with your husband, you're in ministry together, working. You know, that's an important friendship to have with your spouse. Yeah, so I really think, you know, it's funny. I've joked about this over the years, but <laughs> there's a lot of truth to it. Um, I think, you know, in our ministry, like, so my ministry with my husband, like, communication is difficult. It's, it's hard. And especially when you're juggling jobs and children and, and all kinds of things going on. Um, I, I joke that we communicate the best when we're actually leading worship because, because it's all prayer. It's like, um, it's just a lot more effective, I think. Um, <laughs> so I, I jo- you know, I joke about that, but I also think that in recent years, um, and, and, your listeners probably don't know this, but we've also, you know, survived uh, a major natural disaster. Hurricane Michael two years ago was, um, it just uprooted our entire town and jobs and life and church and our home. And I think uh, there are so many things that I learned from that experience, but, but friendship, it, it, it took on new meaning. It took on new value. Um, you know, you're just forced into this situation where you're like, well, I mean, I have all these things and I've kind of built this life, but it all just got stripped away and all you had left was really just other people going through the same thing. Um, and I think through that I have developed so many friendships with people I might not have ever considered being friends with, not because I didn't like them or there was anything wrong, just I didn't, I didn't really see them. You know, I just I got distracted by my busy life. And when everything stops and you... you 
you take time to notice people. Um, I, I would say there's so many friendships that have come out of that experience that I um, may not have even experienced something terribly deeply spiritual with them yet, but my walk with Christ has become more genuine because I'm walking with others who are maybe journeying on that, but not journeying on that yet. And and I've been given the opportunity to share Christ in those moments and really just, I don't know, it's just been a very real and raw experience and something that I had never, I mean, for lack of a better way to say it, had bothered to experience before, if that makes sense. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. And I, I think about the importance of just pursuing the spiritual friendship. And I know we're going to have to let Lori go in just a minute, but I'm sure, Lori, you would agree that it's best to have these spiritual friendships in place before the tragedy takes place. And a lot of people, that's the feedback they tell us all the time. Like, I didn't know Mm -hmm. how shallow my friendships were until this situation took place. And, you know, I needed Catholics around me to help support me. So, um, yeah, you know what? You, please know that you are on my in my CD of my car. I listen to Out of Darkness frequently <laughs> and often, and Yay. you've taught me to sing even when my voice is not good, which is uh, a way to praise the Lord. So, thank you so much um, for your witness. Can you tell us, Lori? Tell our listeners where they can find you and your music. Yes, um, it's so the music is at outofdarknessmusic.com. dot com. Um, we're also on Spotify and iTunes. You can look there if that's kind of your preference. And then as far as um, anything book-related, that's at sidebysidejournal.com. But I think they're all connected. So if you make it to one website, you'll probably find the other one. <laughs> and I have to tell our listeners, if you want a great free little tool, um, if you go to the Side by Side Journal um, at Ave Maria Press, you can download uh, that first chapter. And my one of my favorite parts of the Side by Side Journal is uh, just for fun, how well do you know your mother and how well do you know your daughter questionnaire. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you how many times that my girls and I have done this. And it's uh, it's great. So I would recommend it. It's just a little, if you need a little pick me up with your daughter to, to check that one out and um, to download it and, and do it and then, and then order the book. So you can do that while you're waiting. <laughs> Awesome. (laughs) Well, thank you, and God bless you, Lori, and we um, hope to see you again here in Columbus, Ohio. Yes, I hope so, too, and God bless you both. Thank you so much for your ministry and um, just for the impact that you've had on my life. I truly do cherish your friendship. Thanks. Now we have a few minutes to dive deeper into the saints, and so this segment is called Sisterhood of Saints because um, actually— uh, Lori didn't share, but her side-by-side journal highlights key saints that really have influenced her and that are, are really affirming of that mother-daughter relationship. But, you know, Mich- Michelle, we see a lot of overlap, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because we wrote a same about the same saint that I'm going to, that when I'll let you um, drum roll, who yes, is our sisterhood our of saints? sisterhood of saints today are the... The zoo, the St. Teresa of Lisieux and her family. Yes. her. We can just say her family. I yeah. mean, it's not everyone yet, but I think everyone's going to end up being canonized. What do you think, Michelle? I know. Amazing holy family that, you know, the parents were canonized, St. Teresa's canonized, and now her sister, Leonie, who we wrote about in the Friendship Project, she, as her cause for canonization, has been opened and made it through the first initial inquiry and has been taken to the Vatican. So it's really um, a beautiful story. All the girls went to the convent and to see the impact 
of the holiness of parents and the holiness of sisters to for them growing in their faith and all becoming such holy examples to all of us. It's just an incredible, incredible story of of holiness in their whole family. Well, one of the things I've really enjoyed, and, and we talked about this in Prayfully, um, the, the importance of St. Zelie and the words that she shares in her diary. You can purchase you know, these letters that she did in exchange with her husband, but they're so beautiful. They dive deep into the vocation of, you know, she was not a religious. So you can read Trez, who's writing from the convent. But if you want to read Zelie, she's trying to balance this life of a lot of joy, but also a lot of pain in what she did with it and really um, the gift. And if you if you don't know the story, you know, St. Trez was born in 1873. She was the youngest of um, really nine children, right? Five that um, ended up living past those early years of life. All of them um, joined the religious life and they followed her little way. So if you don't know about the little way, the little way is a way of love. And that is certainly what our culture needs. So I encourage you to check that out. And as we wrap up the Sisterhood of Saint, you know, one of the things I want to say is for some of our listeners, they might be thinking, oh my gosh, how do I get a spiritual friendship? You know, that's a question we get all the time, right, Michelle? How do I cultivate these friends? Like, what do I, what do I do? I don't actually have friends that are Catholic. Well, our first thing is to meet somebody at church. And I know I can tell you one of my favorite stories is the story of my friend Juhi. And I used to attend Mass here at Immaculate Conception. They had this lovely 1130 Mass. And one day this woman came up with her little baby in the bucket seat. And I had my little baby in my bucket seat and invited me over to a play date. Now, honestly, I thought it was a little strange. I wasn't quite comfortable about just meeting someone at church and going to their home. But I did, and it turned out to be one of the best experiences of my life because I had this wonderful automatic support group of four young moms who had our babies at the same age, and we had our connection through our Catholic faith. Now, what ended up happening later on is my friend moved um, to South Bend, Indiana, and I was got a message from her on Facebook about a year ago, and she told me, she's like, you'll never guess what happened to me? She said, a woman came up to me at church and invited me to do her book club at church. And the book they're doing is The Friendship Project. And she said, I almost fell out of my chair because she said, I know the author and the woman and the woman who wrote it. And I met her at church. And this is here you are at church inviting me to a book club. And she said the friendship project, you know, it went full circle. You know, I invited you to a play date, you wrote a book, then this woman invited me and she said, now I have this new group of spiritual friends. So meeting people at church is a great way to start, you know, to join in a Bible study, even if it's online at this point, it's a great way to meet other spiritual friends. You know, and also we can assume that, you know, right now during the pandemic, there might be someone walking through those doors. It might be their first time coming back to the church after a long time. So even a friendly greeting, hello, you know, we're the Jaminettes. <laughs> those simple words, I've just began to practice them and, I, and I'm and i starting to meet new parishioners. But I have to say that recently um, I was stopped this past week and a, um, a fellow friend said, I want to tell you that. One of the things that has changed my life and made it so significant is Friendship Friday. And she said, by allowing myself to invest in my friendships one day a week, if it's coffee with a friend, calling a friend, if it's praying for my friends, cultivating the relationship with my husband, but being more attentive 
and aware of cultivating this spiritual friendship. She said, it's brought so much joy to my life. So for listeners, that's one of the things that we recommend. Take time out of your busy life, cultivate friendship. And I can tell you that actually every Friday morning, I Zoom and I have a little morning prayer session that starts at 545. Now, Michelle's getting ready to go to, to work in the morning, so it doesn't work for her. But the point is, you know, if it's Zoom, if it's call, if it's text, if it's face-to-face, if it's eating outside, whatever that is, meeting at church, meeting at adoration, we have got to cultivate spiritual friendship. Yeah, and absolutely. A morning prayer time on Zoom was one of my favorite things this summer. We just would get our group of girlfriends. We say we're meeting super early in the morning. We'd open up, read the scriptures together, pray together. It was quick. It was short, but it was revitalizing to have to read the word of God with with our sisters in Christ. So I strongly in, encourage you to do something like that, to take a moment, get a couple friends, say the, you know, if you want to, if you're not comfortable praying, you know, just spontaneously pray the rosary together, you know, do something, pray together with your friends is a huge gift in in growing spiritual friendship. I remember, Michelle, when you said that this past summer, we got to do something like I cannot sit in my house. So the solution was Zoom. And it, it was a really neat fruit because people across the country actually joined in. And we all realized we were going through the same thing. And prayer turns our trials and troubles into beautiful fruit. So um, I know that this time is hard, but I think that's why we want to be inspired by faith. We want to be transformed by faith. Again, my name is Emily Jaminette. I'm here in studio at St. Gabriel Catholic Radio with Michelle Fanley. And our topic today was the importance of spiritual friendship. If you would like to reach out to us, you can be, we can be found at inspired, inspirethefaith.com. And we're going to close in a very powerful prayer for the intercession of these, um, well, St. John, the glorious apostle. So let us begin. Name of the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. John, glorious apostle and much loved disciple of Jesus. You were faithful friend of Christ and stayed by his side through his passion, death and resurrection. Help me to be a good friend to others and bring my friends closer to the heart of Jesus. Please beg before the throne of God that I may be a friend of faith, hope, love, prudence, gratitude, loyalty, generosity, and prayerfulness, and that friendships of virtue come into my life. St. John, please intercede before the throne of God that I may be blessed with faith-filled friendships that continue into eternity. Amen. Amen. We thank you for joining us on Inspired by Faith. God bless.